do you think that we'll be able to start off one of these without sighing or just like an expletive? <laughs> um, unlikely. Well, <laughs> but you know, I have hope. I believe. <laughs> it's just a lot. Listen, it's Christmas. <laughs> and I, neither of us need to be reading this on Christmas. <laughs> no, nothing says Christmas like Trash. Um, getting away from your family for a little bit to read two chapters of Twilight. That's that's Christmas. Was that your day today? <laughs> that was my day. That's great. Because somebody wasn't prepared that's great. for this podcast. <laughs> you know, usually we do these ahead of time, but alas, we really wanted something that was like culturally relevant and like really up to the minute. And that's really effective, given that we're reading literature that came out a thousand years ago, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, that was a solid a solid cover-up for us, yeah. <laughs> waiting until the night before. Yeah. On a holiday. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah, on the Lord's Day. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that you were going to be the one to bring that up, but damn. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Listen, it... Uh, Twilight's all about religion. It's okay? true. Yeah, it's really an effective lead-in. Good job, Cody. You really started that path for us. Yeah, thanks. I, I feel appreciated. <laughs> I feel really valued in this moment. I feel valued in this <laughs> co-host position. <laughs> I just feel really respected and honored for everything that I do. Yeah, it was wild. This whole day has been a little bit wild. Since it's a, a religious day and then we're reading this religious text and it's just like... This tra- <laughs> sacred text. The sacred text. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could call it that, but I feel like that's a lot of credit for this. So, and that's from someone who loves the series. And I feel like I haven't been promoting this series a lot lately. Like I've just been like no. trashing on it. And I do want to say that I enjoyed this thing. It's just that it's shit. So, like, wow. I do have to do my civic duty here and critique it. Finding light in the darkness. Honestly. <laughs> we read chapters 9 and 10. Yes. And they were, as they've always been, a doozy. The worst. It's bad. Uh, there's just so many things that I don't like. And that makes yep. me sad. Because... <laughs> I I just keep thinking about all of the folks that read this and continue to read this. And mm. there's so many things that are just, like, normalized. It's like, yeah, 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 this is chill. Like, it's totally fine. It's not, It's not, though. though it's a thing. It's yeah. Just because, you know, your bae sparkles, like, doesn't mean that abusive behavior is good. Yeah, I mean, if you want your bae to sparkle, don't get a manipulative partner. Get someone who knows how to use highlight. Yeah, I, truly. There's really not... That's just general life advice. Yeah. All you need is, like, a fan brush or your fingertips and a really effective highlighter, and you've got it done. You got it done. So don't worry about it. Just don't choose a partner that's a piece of shit. Even though his music taste is fine, I guess. Do we ever know what that is? (laughs) Is that ever revealed? Uh, I mean, I think... Are you just making assumptions? No, I, I mean, they touched on it a little bit in the movies and stuff as well. But I just don't think that that's necessarily a justifiable excuse to, like, keep Edward around. (laughs) No, there's not a lot of good uh, reasons for Bella to still be in love with him. And yet. And yet. Yeah. I think Edward would also agree with that, though. So it's not some... No, yeah. (laughs) Edward is adamantly being like, don't. Like, just stop. 
I'm not good. Right. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, he's... But Bella's just self-destructive and is like, yeah, I love you. Oh my god, you're so quirky. I don't care what you are. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's the number one fan club of like, please don't actually date me though, Bella. Uh, (laughs) Hey, look, have you seen Mike Newton or... (laughs) Literally anyone else in this school that's in love with you? Fuck Nick Newton, first of all. It's not me saying that, it's Edward. But also, to Edward, fuck Mike Newton. Um, (laughs) Because there are so many other individuals that she could I'm saying any, that was just the first one in my head, man. I I, I know. Can we not fight on Christmas? (laughs) Can we not do this on the pod? Excuse you. Um... (laughs) So this chapter, chapter nine, which is titled Theories, is so wild, I guess, because the fact that, so we left off with Belle and Edward thinking about driving back to Forks. And so this chapter starts off right after that. And so they're sitting in the car and um, (laughs) everything about this conversation just makes me cringe a little bit, given the fact that Mm -hmm. Belle is so adamant that something is wrong with her and not looking at it from a logical perspective of like, oh, I think I'm sitting in a car with someone who's not actually human anymore. Dope, I guess. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Really quality content that I'm looking for in my life, I guess. Recently, we've seen this trend of Bella learning what vampires are and that and just doing nothing with that information. And we see that again in which... She's like, hey, uh, why, how did you, like, know where I was or whatever? And he's like, yeah, I followed your scent. And she's like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, file that in my brain for a little bit later. And I'm like, Bella, can you take a hint, please? Well, and the fact that, like, I bet the first thing that came to her mind was that fucking strawberry shampoo again. (laughs) Oh, you hated it the first time you saw me, so now it's fine. One of the things that she does start talking about and asking about in the car ride is like so what the fuck was up with all that and Mm -hmm. he finally starts divulging how the mind reading goes with other folks and like only usually one person at a time it's usually like a buzz i can't do it more than a couple miles away but Mm -hmm. he can't read her still and so he compares it to frequency differences and of course Bella, hearing this information, immediately goes to the fact that something is wrong with her brain for not being Uh able to involuntarily give all of her thoughts and emotions over to someone who had, at that time, no personal investment in her, necessarily. And is just peering in to people's brains. Yeah, just because human life is boring and he needs something to entertain himself. So... And I, it's wild to me the first thing that goes to her mind is like, oh, it's a problem with me. And mm-hmm. understandably, I guess for an adolescent, it makes sense because the fact that like you're naturally self-consumed at that time or whatever. But also, it's gross that that's written yeah. in there. And I don't like it. So that's a hard pass <laughs> Not <for> a me. fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that that was so wild that... Edward was like, I hear voices in my mind, and you're worried that you're the freak. And she's just like, well, I mean, man. We've seen Bella being, like, uh, quote-unquote self-absorbed yes. in ways, just because obviously she's the narrator and we're seeing we're in her brain. Sure, yeah. But, like, since Edward has been happening, it's been more of a, 
oh, like, there's something wrong with me in all these interactions, or, like, I'm weird and all in your head about, like, the things that you're, she's doing wrong. Yeah. It's... And it's so, like, hyper-aware uh, hyper of all those things that she's doing that she's not, but it's just... She's just living her life. Right. And I do think that there is some component of it that if you find someone that you're attracted to, right, and becomes a crush, I do think that your awareness of self definitely increases and you want Mm -hmm. to try to present the best foot forward, I guess, even though Mm -hmm. her doing that would end up with her flat on her face. And I, but I do think that it's, it's not necessarily written in the most healthy way. It normalizes a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. that I think are not effective for a massed population to be reading. But whatever. That's my tea. <laughs> like, <laughs> We also find out that Edward is an actual NASCAR driver. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dale Earnhardt, the real one. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess I'll slow down to 80. Ugh, I hate driving slow. Like, this was Damn. the most relatable part of this chapter for me personally. <laughs> Because oh as someone who also does not like to drive slow, I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. But that's not slow, though. <laughs> this is you. Um, <laughs> 80 miles an hour. 80. Yeah, that's fine. 80. <laughs> They're driving on the freeway. It's really not like that bad. Um, but I do think that, that Bella has a valid concern of like, hey, can you not kill us, though, is the thing he's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. It's fine. <laughs> like he just justifies it as the fact that like he has an internal police detector or whatever. <laughs> and so he's like, no, 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 no. Like we definitely won't wrap ourselves around a tree, but completely dismisses her feelings about it. A plus Edward. Good job. That's Great. really how you want to. Well, because he's also used to him being able to avoid any of that. Right. right? Yes. It's like. Hey, I can just, you know, dazzle my way past any cops or whatever, and if I hit something, I won't die because I'm a vampire and everything's going to be chill. And now now he's like, oh, hey, there's an actual human being in this vehicle. Maybe you shouldn't uh, do that. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. So that was wild with a capital W. (laughs) So they move on to talking about the theories about Edward, right? And so naturally Mm -hmm. Bella has to talk about the fact that she was at La Push and met with Jacob mm-hmm. and whatever. And so she mentions the fact that she tried to flirt with Jacob. Y'all, um, uh... it was wild. The amount of times that dazzle in some form was used in this chapter was Jesus. gross. And if there were to be a drinking game with this, <laughs> A reading that would be a good word to add to your bingo board or drinking game or whatever you would prefer to use because it's in yeah, if you like command eyed dazzle i think your kindle would just explode like it would just stop yeah i agree <laughs> just... yeah my kindle app would set itself on fire like yeah it's like you know what i don't want to live anymore exactly that's it that's all folks yeah but i do think that there is a component of that where edward is like poor jacob black and it's like honestly Fair. Like, that's about the only nice thing that you're going to hear Edward say about Jacob ever. But Ever. You know, we'll take it when we can get it, I guess. So that was a lot. I think the the grossest, weirdest thing about the situation is the fact that Bella finds out in no uncertain terms that Edward is a vampire. Like, he 
He mm. confirms it in this chapter, and she doesn't give a flying fuck. Yep. Um, okay. So, just looking at this from, like, a on-paper situation, you've got a vampire NASCAR driver <laughs> driving this vehicle really fast in the middle of nowhere, away from your home, and you're cool with it? So, I don't know if... Bella was, like, trying to relive some sort of, like, fanfic or, like, fantasy Mm. or, like, whatever. She just, like, literally doesn't realize the fact that he could kill her and nobody would notice, basically. (laughs) But she does not care. And Edward basically goes on this rant about how horrible he is, really not doing himself any favors. But that seems to win her over more, question mark? Okay. Easily the most um, surprising thing through reading this for the first time is how, like, nonchalant all this sort of is. Because, like, especially with, like, when we find out how, like, hey, I'm a werewolf, wink, wink, and all that stuff. It's so, like, out there. But, like, I understand in, like, a paranormal sense if... Like it was a normal thing, like an, like every in fiction that's like everyone's like a vampire or whatever, yes. yeah, spooky. But we are in a specifically real setting in which there contain supernatural elements, yeah. and those are just laid out flat. And Bell's like, yeah, no, that's cool, that's good. Right. I'm here for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that whole situation is unreal to me. I think. What this chapter starts to underscore is if you ever think that Edward likes himself or is... <laughs> you are foully yeah, mistaken. Or is, like, <laughs> just really self-confident or anything like that, just know that you're wrong. Because yeah. he... This is the... He's referring to himself as a monster. Like, he straight up uh-huh. knows that he's a he's a piece of shit. It doesn't really do anything about that, but... No, yeah. It's just, like, is actively a hater to himself. And so just keep that in mind as we're reading, is that, like, he's really not pompous in that way, because he doesn't... He's the Mm -hmm. first one to admit that he doesn't like himself. So that's wild. Um, But... There's a brooding boy in that Shelva man. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Literally. Just real sad. Literally, Yeah. Just so self-deprecating, so unamused. It's a lot. I, wow. So here's the thing. I wish that this chapter would be over, but it's not, right? Because Edward, <laughs> it never is. thankfully, has one sense of, I don't know, common sense, decency or whatever, to bring up the fact mm-hmm. that he asks her, like, are you actually going to ask me about my diet at all? Or are we just, like, not going to uh-huh. talk about this? And she's like, oh, that um that's probably important (laughs) okay bells um so here's the thing what what the fuck you did all this research on vampires and it just slipped your mind that like you know drinking blood and all that and killing people you did that just like slip yeah your brain well and literally given the fact that in this context of the card, they're doing their own sort of, like, Mythbusters episode because she <laughs> asks about him walking in the sun and, like, being awake during the mm-hmm. day and the coffins and all those things that we usually associate with vampire culture. And he's like, no, sure. no, Bella, no, Bella, stop. <laughs> like, 
That's insulting. <laughs> Truly. He's like, that just really goes against my brand, honestly. Um, and <laughs> My vampire brand. And so for for that to not come up during this questioning, um, that would be the first thing I would ask. Sorry. Yeah, how'd you miss that, Bells? Yeah. Like, how are you able to be, you know, here in this moment? <laughs> well, Edward's, like, literally off disassociating, like, what? Like, I don't... I don't. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I was thinking. This isn't happening. This is. I was life. creating a poem in my head about how much I hate myself. Sorry, were you speaking? Uh, <laughs> literally, he's so much of a uh, asshole sometimes, but not because he cares about himself. So no, yeah, it's just a lot. quite quite the opposite. Truly, I everything about that doesn't make sense to me from a usual standpoint. But I understand, like mm-hmm. you know. Bella's not supposed to be portrayed as, like, a normal human, whatever that is, in this whole situation. <laughs> like, it's just a lot. Ugh, gross. Um, I want to know your feelings about him bringing up her scraped palms. Yeah, I was kind of confused because he was like, yo, like, I mean, he was like, oh, please don't, you know, kill yourself like that. And when she went to La Push, she's like, God, please don't hurt yourself. Right. And she's like, yeah, I was fine. And then he's like, but your hands, though. And she's like, oh. And it turns out her hands are, like, scraped. And she's like, oh, for- oh shit, forgot about that. <laughs> I apparently haven't used my hands in a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> that, honestly, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's probably for the best. We just, like, <laughs> put it for everyone around her. <laughs> she just stops. I was just thinking, like, cut to Bella in, like, English class, and she's using her toes to write or something, like, for no uncertain reason. Like, her hands are completely fine. No, it's just a lot. Um, And then it's like, oh, well, uh, then he was like, oh, I was worrying about you this whole time because you're a train wreck, and, like, (laughs) oh, it's on on my shoulders to take care of you, even though nobody asked you to do any of that ever, but okay. Um, And then... She was like, wait, you weren't here on Monday. Like, where were you? And then he goes, well, you know, the sun. <laughs> he just, like, pulls I, out his meteorology lab, like, as you can see. If you look at the, if you look at the sky. <laughs> Here's a quarter. And that was the exact moment where I remembered that Edward and the vampires in this fiction sparkled, and I just lost it because I just completely forgot, just completely spaced out on that. I'm sorry, and I was just you taken back and all. I'm sorry. Um, you. Hmm. <laughs> There's very limited things that you knew about this series going into it prior to this. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> um, that was not one that you remembered immediately. <laughs> It wasn't one that was in the forefront of my memory once going into this franchise. They are the pioneers of body highlight. I don't... I I am aware of how important it is to the franchise. It just slipped my mind. Because I was focused on Bella's melodrama. I'm sorry. The dazzle is not a joke. Okay? (laughs) It is very much a part of the vampire brand. They are called the shiny squad for a reason. Why are you so personally offended? (laughs) Because I didn't, I don't actually know everything that you know about the Twilight Saga. So for you to have known and forgotten about how important the fact that these motherfuckers are literally have diamonds under their skin is unbelievable. Real to me. 
Okay, I didn't know about the diamonds, but they're I didn't know like, there was any context to it. They're but. not like real Zales diamonds. They're just like... <laughs> Every kiss begins with K, just under his skin. <laughs> um, no, but... Because um, we haven't gotten to the part where he stands in the sunlight yet, but... Yeah, that's why I don't want to, like, split... I'm just saying... I forgot about it, and now I'm I'm, I'm back. Well, now you know. Now you now you are here, remembering and cringing with me every time they say dazzle because it's just like a two on the nose. Yeah, see that makes a lot more sense oh, now. Oh god. Um, wow. Okay, that was a wild ride. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I thought was gross was Edward talking about his trip away. And the fact uh-huh. that he had anxiety about being away from her. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, right, developing a relationship, you want to be in constant contact with these folks. So I get it on that part. But the the fact that his anxiety was so overwhelming that he needed to follow her to Port Angeles, it's just like, yeah. don't try to make this sort of like romantic now. <sighs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was not, I was not about that. Um, why don't we talk about (laughs) him making her cry? Because that's... That's so important. (laughs) The beginnings of a budding relationship. That's just so hashtag Truly. When I think of romance, (laughs) it was hard to take this seriously, I will say, because Stephanie Meyer uses the phrase traitor tears she does like seriously in a sense <laughs> she does yeah um because like she's crying right and she's like i'm not crying what are you talking about and then she says in the most pretentious way you could describe crying i hadn't realized the moisture in my eyes had brimmed over i quickly rubbed my hand across my cheek and sure enough traitor tears were there betraying me it's just so extra i'm it's so extra. i'm pretty sure that like in my middle school diary, that was probably written, but I understand that that is completely hyperbolic and a little- The moisture in my eyes brimmed over. <laughs> and just- Who says that? I don't- Apparently- Honestly, Bella Swan does. Bella Swan does, is the thing. And I hate her for it. The fact that she's like, oh, my body, it's betraying me. Um- <laughs> You're saying this with your mind. That's also a part of your body. Like, everything about this is your body actively participating with you. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's so much. It's just a lot. I just need, like, Paramore playing in the background or something. I don't know. Turn up the angst, I guess. Everything about this is wild. Thankfully, I guess the chapter ends, but it doesn't end on a good note. So, Bella promises... For Edward to come to school tomorrow. Yikes. Um, <clears throat> Edward, I just like really care about your attendance. Uh, I really want to make sure that you get your homework done. Like, I, okay, that's fine. But apparently that... Meanwhile, Bella's tripping in every gym cl- in every <laughs> class she can. She's like, I'm doing great. I know how to school. And it's starting to underscore the fact that her academics are no longer becoming a priority for her. As someone no. who is supposed to be like a hashtag intellectual, like... Wow. That's what I said. Literally, last week, I was like, yo, how's her grades going? That's probably not going to be great now that she's taking a backseat and, you know, focusing on Edward. Right. And y'all didn't listen. It's true. It's true. You you were right. I thought that that was wild. Oh, and then my favorite part of this chapter. Edward is like, 
he waits for her to get out of the car, right? And then he's like, one, have a good night's sleep, wink. And then two, <laughs> he's like, just so you know, I'm not the most dangerous thing here. <sighs> Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, later. <laughs> Don't go to the forest by yourself. Bye. Uh, <laughs> and then just rolls out. <laughs> literally. <laughs> At 110 <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like crashes through the door. I was just thinking of like warp drive, just like gone. Hyperspeed, just like it turns into a plane. It's just it's not a car. Yeah. He used the right mushroom on Mario Kart or something. I guess that. Wow, topical. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the app just did just come out, so fuck you. First of all, oh, is that true? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I know how to do this. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, yep. The end end of this chapter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a lot, it, but it's on the back of the book. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So we finally get that quote. Yeah. So the the about three things I was absolutely positive that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think Bella's been positive about anything in her entire life. She hasn't been sure of anything. She's always just questioning anything. (laughs) She's not positive in the sense of, one, being certain, or two, being happy about anything. Yeah, no. None of them. That word's not fit her. No. I'm really excited for you to see this in the movie. This bit, in particular. God. Um, God. So that's great. Because of the fact that at the end of this chapter, we finally get Bella's immense declaration of love towards the shiny man yeah. 200 pages in folks oh my god is that where we're at we finally got it yes Damn. okay that's a lot yeah. <sighs> so that's chapter nine yikes i would not give it a nine out of now 10. to chapter 10 yikes <laughs> truly so this one's called interrogations that could only lead to great things mm. <laughs> with these non-confrontational people Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's going to be a great start. I I have a lot of feelings about the fact that how this chapter starts, I guess, in the sense of Bella coming down stairs, going to the thing, almost getting ready to start the thing, then realizing that there's a motherfucker in her driveway. <laughs> how does she miss that? In what world would that... Okay, so... <laughs> Life is stressful. Hey, and I remember uh, Char Dash Dad getting a Volvo and also being Edward Cullen. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember not looking up and seeing this dazzling motherfucker impeding me from being able to leave my home. Hmm. Okay. Questionable. Right, and so when she does end up seeing Edward at this time in the morning, her heart like literally stops. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> She says it grows, like, three times the size or something. Wow, how topical for Christmas. Truly, huh? yeah. Yeah, really grinching it up there. I, wow. So this is great because it's a surprise, right? So she's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, get in the car. <laughs> and that's the conversation. No, you're making it seem more like a question than it was. <laughs> well, I mean, he does say, like, do you want to ride with me today? Yeah, but you don't just go outside someone's house in your car waiting for them to come outside and then be like, oh, 
funny seeing you here. Uh, you want to like catch a ride to school? Right. Yeah. It's he came there with intentions. Oh, absolutely. And he was not gonna say no. Can you imagine if she'd been like, "No, actually, I just really like the warmth in my car." All. <laughs> Listen, all your CDs are trash, so oh I'm just gonna what if? <laughs> go on my thing. I, I love that, actually. I think that that would have been perfect. The thing about this, right, so there's no way that she can say no because of the fact that right. it's a hella manipulative move, especially coming mm-hmm. from him. But, shocking. Shocking, truly. But How out of character. But the fact that Bella had the audacity in her narration to be like, well, he was giving me a choice, though. I was free to refuse, and part of oh him hoped God. for that. Excuse me, what? <laughs> How do you know that? No. <laughs> Is someone just, like, asking a question mean that they're hoping that you say no? Because yeah. then you should have just said no and been like, yeah. actually, yeah, your music is trash. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my driveway. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Gets a broom and just, like... <laughs> Meanwhile, Charlie is, like, totally unaware that any of this is going oh, on yeah. in his home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Completely. I, I think she said something about him being gone for the morning already or something. Y'all, what I would give, because I know we have Midnight <laughs> Sun, which is, like, Edward's point of view. I would give <laughs> oh my, my left limbs <laughs> to get a Charlie point of view of Twilight. <gasps> That's all I God, want. I want it. I bet that that actually exists. In some sort in of fan fiction, form. yeah. But I want it from Stephanie Meyer. I want her trash. Dear diary, I woke up this morning. I went to work. My daughter is an asshole. I slept well. Good night. But I learned how to make some mean pancakes. Being a single dad is awesome. I added another three photos of Bella to the house. Everything is great. Love, Charlie. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Charlie Wouldn't so that be so much better? I would. Wouldn't that be so much better than this? <laughs> it's just like slow increase of drama and then the single dad just like realizing in a supernatural <laughs> if the main character of a YA novel was a single dad and not the teenage daughter. Dear Diary, I think my daughter is fucking a vampire. Also a werewolf, I think. <laughs> Dear diary, I have no idea what my daughter's report card says. These numbers are so below F, I don't know anymore. Do you think Carlisle will be able to help me with this? Oh my god. Love, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) This is all I want now. This is all I want. Oh god. Oh, I want everything about this story told from Charlie's perspective. Every time I read from actual Twilight, I need to, like, (laughs) read some... Charlie POV fanfiction just to counteract all the trash I just read. Because just, I need something pure in my life, you know? To cleanse your soul a little bit. <laughs> to cleanse my cold, dead heart oh after reading this saga. Oh my god. Also, the fact that you use the black heart emoji is my favorite thing. <laughs> Listen, they finally made an emoji for me, okay? You're such a cancer. You're such trash. Like, <laughs> I need something that's with my aesthetic, but also shows that I have a lot of feelings. Black is literally the absence of feelings, excuse you. You're a cancer. All you do is have feelings. Don't come for me. Mm, coming from you? That's a, that's a lofty statement. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Edward starts to 
interrogate Bella on this two minute drive to Forks because of how fast that he drives and because this uh, <laughs> yeah. this high school is probably not that far away from her house. I, okay, so there's this part when they're talking and Edward really wants to know what Bella's thinking where one sentence starts off with yikes. The next piece of dialogue starts off with hmm. So this is amazing literature that we're reading. Really sparking the mind, really offering a lot of options for engaging our intelligence. Well, that sounds like every conversation I've ever had with you. Yikes and hmm. (laughs) So it wouldn't. One, you're not wrong. Two, we're not writing a novel. So... (laughs) But, yeah. I mean, not yet. Not with that attitude. No, with that attitude. This is going to be the first podcast novel. <laughs> oh, wow. I like it, actually. Actually, I think Nightville got us beat, but we'll be the second. I'm happy with number two. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind coming in silver with Nightville being gold. Yeah, that's actually good. So here's the thing about this fucked up chapter. They finally get to Forks High School, right? Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. Jessica's there. Obviously. Yep. Because she does go there. Motherfucker. Um <laughs> can I live? Um so <laughs> she like runs up to Bella because of what happened last night. There's a lot of answers mm-hmm. that she does not have and needs to have. Because well, she basically left them high and dry with Edward and then they're like, Yeah, let's just go. Exactly. See you later. Understandably, she has a lot of questions. Truly. So here's the thing about this conversation. Edward does, like, makes it very clear to Bella that he's going to be listening in to what she has to say. Oh, my God. (laughs) Romance. Wow. Romance. (laughs) Intrigue. How to tell your bae that you actually care. I'm going to be listening to every word and every breath and every heartbeat that you have through the eyes of someone else. See you in about an hour. Deuces. And then he just Later. floats away on a skateboard, I'm pretty sure. like That sounds about right. What the fuck? That's gross. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. The conversation that she does have with Jessica is nice, though. Interesting. Yeah. And wild. Nice that we actually, you know, see them have a friendship. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't... It's not solely based on... Gaining something from someone else. Right, yeah, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. No, of course not. <laughs> why, why would you expect? Those are two high standards for this novel. Fair. I, I can't even imagine you were thinking of that. <laughs> That's fine. One of my favorite things about that conversation is the fact that Jessica enunciates wow by saying every letter of it. She's like, wow. And they and Same. Stephanie Meyer <laughs> showcases that by using dashes my favorite thing really good her yeah it's her specialty you know she's just good the problem is that bella confesses that she likes edward more than he does doubt that that's gonna cause any trouble nah Hmm. everything's good in the hood here (laughs) right so they come out of class (laughs) and edward's just like there (laughs) Obviously, <laughs> because as soon as he senses that the bell's going to ring, he is gone, girl. <laughs> and so he's there. I think she describes him as being a Greek god. Cool. Oh, not god. appropriate. Um, and not weird. <laughs> so, yikes. And also not putting him more on a pedestal than she already has put him on. Literally. Yeah. 
I, he doesn't need to be on any higher of a pedestal at this point. <laughs> a literal pedestal. <laughs> a, literal, a literal pedestal that's actually just a skateboard. Out of marble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's like unamused with her when they come out mm-hmm. of class and walk to lunch. Yikes. Just to find out that the only reason that he's unamused is because the fact that she has the audacity to say to someone else that she cares more about him than he does. How dare what she? What a lover's quarrel. That's just so healthy. Uh, I... Mm, it's gross. And I don't... Meh. <laughs> just it's nasty because the fact that she tells him straight up like i'm i'm surprised that you heard something i i'm not surprised that you heard something that you didn't like because the fact Mm -hmm. that that's what happens when you eavesdrop on conversations it's what happens when you snoop you always find stuff you know exactly because you're looking for it and this motherfucker has the audacity to be like i warned you that i'd be listening (sighs) that's not what that (sighs) Jesus. How to tell Bay likes you. Manipulation? You knew I was going to be listening, so, like, you know, maybe censor your dialogue a little bit for me. Ugh. Gross. Everything about that is nasty. Because the fact that he has the audacity as well to be like, you don't even know how much I care for you. <laughs> it's like, okay, are you about to burst into song? Like, what's going to happen here? I will say the one thing that's good in this pile of trash go on <laughs> is that this is the first time in which they're eating yeah and having like a discussion together like they actively get food and they actively like it's a part of the plot in that scene it's true and it's not just like butterflies or like you know just being with him whatever like there's actual food right and it's noted. Yes, and it's important and valuable, and I'm thankful that that was put on there. They do have a brief mm-hmm. conversation about food that I thought was interesting, and Bella admits that she ate dirt once. <laughs> I forgot. <about> that. <laughs> How could you ever, Bella? Forget? You train wreck, God. You just never, you never stop impressing me with your actual just yeah failure to be it. <laughs> understand social cues or to be a human yeah, she says she did it on a dare more so than edward more so than the people that are not humans yeah, yeah she has she admits that she ate dirt once on a dare and she was like it wasn't so bad god uh, i'm imagining a tiny bella swan just actively wanting anyone to like her yeah. and just doing whatever it takes You're probably not it's wrong. just like Shoving her head in dirt <laughs> and being like, is this it? Is this just gonna make me cool? Like a literal anthill or something? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a really sad image. No. <laughs> just <laughs> Sad. Like an eating dirt. <laughs> child actually follows through with that dare oh that kind of seems like uh knowing how little we know about her mom that it makes sense <laughs> that's true <laughs> those those stars align and he was like pushed her out of the yard was like go have fun <laughs> she comes back with dirt all over her <laughs> and he was like oh yeah did you have fun did you make friends <laughs> she was like i just ate dirt i don't know <laughs> that's great that's that's good it was good times 
It's a good old goof that you slipped in there, Stephanie Meyer. I really need to know that part of the character. <laughs> It's a good exposition of something important to the dialogue. Yeah, it really, really adds to the complexity of your narrative. I needed here. a vacation from this drama. I just wanted to <laughs> simmer in this youthful innocence. <laughs> there is a part of foreshadowing during their conversation at the cafeteria that I thought was interesting because mm. of the fact that he, Edward says when they're talking about like how much he obviously cares about her more than she cares about him. He says that if leaving is the right thing to do, then I'll hurt myself to keep from hurting you, to keep you safe. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> no. So that's great. Really healthy on the emotions, I think. Yeah. Letting great. Just. Yeah. Just let your. There's one word that describes all of this. It's like healthy. Truly. Just really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the things that's really helpful to tell your partner at the budding parts of your relationship <laughs> is that <laughs> if they assume that you're uncomfortable, they're just going to up mm. and leave. No discussion yeah. needed. No, that's cool, you know. Really helpful for someone like Bella who has attachment issues, apparently. <laughs> really good and for means the same. a constant. <laughs> right, yeah. And it just latched that role onto Edward, the first guy she sees. <sighs> Oh, my God. Everything about that was just, like, nasty. Nasty, nasty to me. This is where we segue into our uh, another installment of Stephanie Meyer keeps using ableist language, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, so much. It's, it, gets, it gets worse, folks. It gets worse. It has not gotten better, my oh, friends. Oh, God. Like, we, we joke about how Bella's a train wreck, and because she is... <laughs> Yes, she is. But, like, and she's self-aware to an extent, clearly not to the extent that she should be, but the way that she, like, describes it to Edward is like, oh, you know, like, I have all these near-death experiences and I'm being so clumsy that I'm almost disabled? Yeah. Fam? No. Yeah, that... No. Ugh, it pissed it's me not off good. so much. That's not good. I audibly groaned. I was like, no, no, and Bella. It's, it's nasty on a cornucopia of levels, but also... <laughs> so many layers. <laughs> there's so much to unpack here. But it really does kind of underscore this idea of the manic pixie dream girl and oh, how yeah. she has to be so unstable that mm-hmm. it's to the point of being... Uh, like on the disabled spectrum but also like not too far because that would be just unattractive right like how could that be in a romance like that's exactly so everything about the the choice for that the fact that that line as well as all of the other ableist language in this piece Mm -hmm. saw so many eyes during the editing process and that was not contested so mm-hmm. fucked up. That makes me nah. Ugh. I don't like it. Yeah. It's not good. So that's a hard pass for me about it's, that. And also, all the people that were reading it at the time when it was popular, like, were usually younger and impressionable. Yeah. And just like, yeah, taking all this, all of the language that is awful and problematic as normal. And Which is not. It's, it's not. And even if she did have some sort of, like, inner ear thing right that keeps uh-huh. her from being unable to stand up straight without collapsing like a cardboard i think <laughs> the fact that it's 
has such a negative connotation in this context of like, oh, it's cute if I'm quirky and just can't mm-hmm. walk, but how yeah. dare I actually have something wrong kind of thing. Like, right. if, if my body is disabled, that automatically qualifies it as being unacceptable. No. No, Stephanie. That's not how this works. No, no, no. No. <sighs> Gross. I'm not a fan. Yep. One of the things that... So they talk about Seattle, right, and going off, and he's like, do you really, mm-hmm. really want to do this on prom? Like, we can just go. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't dance. I've already rejected too many people. Exactly. Yeah, that <laughs> started before. I need to just lean into this thing. So they're talking about how they're going to go out and do this thing or whatever, but in order for this to happen, Bill has to tell Charlie about what they're doing because of the Mm. fact that doing so would give Edward an incentive to bring her back. (sighs) Okay, so what is the thing? What? Excuse me, that was not a joke. Like, that's not funny. That's not cute. There's so much, like, possessiveness and ownership in this relationship. And it's like, oh, well, like, I have to, like, clear it with your dad, you know? Like, yeah. he's got to make sure that you know where he knows where you're going. Right. Make sure you're back by whatever. It's like, like, she can do this. <laughs> right. Yeah, she is six months from being a legal adult. Maybe less now that it's not March anymore. So it's probably, like, mm-hmm. April or something. So she's basically almost a legal adult. She had agency before that time, but now she almost has, yeah. like, legal agency of being able to do something without her parental permission. So you can fuck off with all of that nastiness. Because, what? Thank you. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. Um, also, guess what, Edward? You're going to be 17 forever, so how's that right, yeah. legality working for you? Exactly. Huh? <laughs> and then they talk about biology again, of course, obviously. Of course. God. Because they have to head back to class. Because apparently their lunch does not last three hours. It's just that this conversation <laughs> takes forever to get through. What? Why? Why? Yep. Why are there conversations like this? It's even when they're trying to communicate through things, it's still vague and not effective for either of them. Facts. <laughs> Yay. Love. I guess. Clear communication, but not at all. Exactly. Not at all. So that's chapter 10. (laughs) It's great. It's lit. It's, yeah, it is lit in some sort of degree, I'm pretty sure. I just, it's nasty, and I just want to fix it. I want to (laughs) rework this literature so that it's less... God manipulative and controlling and possessive and more just like hey we good we good (laughs) are we good though yeah that would be nice but alas it's not that simple we get to just critique it here and and then be amused with that kind of commentary i guess so that was great one of the things that we do need to do at some point is we were requested to touch on all of the the characters being sorted into Harry Potter houses and oh boy. zodiac signs. So I think that that would be an interesting conversation. 
Great, yeah. We'll put it in the books. We'll put it in the books. Yes. If anyone has suggestions, I have no Because, idea, so. <laughs> quote unquote, Virginia, if that's your name, it's not. It's, but she requested that we do it. So. Great. <laughs> I've already started a list of things that oh I my want God. to talk about. Oh, next week, chapters 11 and 12. That was what I was going to say. <sighs> yes. We will officially, when we're done with chapter 12, be halfway through this novel. Oh my gosh. Because there's only 24 what a time. characters. It's wild. It's wild. Math sure is wild, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there's a, a 90 song that talks about how math is wild. I'm sure there's a lot of neon and pants. I think there's a 90 song about most things. You're not which is wrong. One of the one of the greater things about the 90s. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that, actually. <sighs> this is an earbud media production. <laughs> You could follow us on Twitter. Guess what? It's actually like a Twitter that I use sometimes. I'm and so not just proud of you. A plague space. There's like a logo and everything. It's pretty great. You should just check it out. It's at Earbud Media. Also, also important. Um, if you like the show and you think, hey, I can make a podcast slash would like to make a podcast and you would like to make it through us here at Earbud Media, you can do that. Wow. How? How? Let me tell you. Uh, there, I have made a Google form oh. thing, so you can fill out stuff like what kind of podcast it is, or like what your ideas are, etc. You can find that at bit.ly slash earbudpitch. Damn. And just send all of your stuff there. It'll be great. Okay. And all that stuff's also on the Twitter, Earbud Media. I can't call you a poser anymore, and like I'm proud of you, but also... <laughs> Listen, I'm a poser for a lot of reasons. So there's always more reasons to find out. That's true. But I am proud of you. Good job. That's Thank great. you. I like that a lot. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Into the Twilight and on Tumblr at Into the Twilight Show uh, Facebook Into the Twilight. Everything you can think of. If you can't find it at Into the Twilight, find it at it's Into, into the, the Twilight Show. show. Yeah. Yeah, you can figure it out. We believe in you. Yeah, it's it's there. We're there. I am on the front lines finding you all the greatest content Twilight related. <laughs> Sourcing all. It's honestly like a beautiful curated. <laughs> yeah, if you at this point have not looked at my greatest achievement, aka our Tumblr, I'm one, disappointed with you because it's Christmas. Oh. Excuse you. Yep. And two, why? I love it. It's art. It's the only good thing to come out of 2016, so you might as well check it out. Wow. I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's artwork. We also have a Patreon. We do. So if you want to, like, sponsor us a little bit, send in those dollars, even if it's, like, a dollar a month, yeah. that will greatly help the show. We have a lot of cool perks. You'll get access to a lot of fun stuff, like bonus content and fun things, letters, what have you. you can, They're great. For a, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can get a lot of wild stuff from us. So I would definitely check yeah. it out. Yeah. So I I would that would be a great way to start 2017 is with your money, actually. <laughs> That's what I want for Christmas. Your money. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> hey, we know we know you all got some form of money from like your great great aunt or whatever. Maybe send some of it over here, you know, your favorite pod. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, if you know somebody that has a couple commas in their life in regards Jesus. to money, just 
you know, send them a link to our podcast. That would be great. And uh, if you can't support us financially, we understand the struggle. It's real and true. I have that struggle. Uh, <laughs> true facts. <laughs> um, the best way to support our show is to spread the word. Write us on iTunes and review us. Give us those stars. Get people to know who we are. Share it to your friends. E- Do all the things. Yes. Email our email with amazing or shitty Twilight fanfiction because I mm-hmm. have plans. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're planning making on... something special. So if you have anything bookmarked from like t- 2008. Yeah, go through go through your old hard drive. Look at what you found. Send it our way because we have something really exciting planned for it. So do Thank it, you. please. And that email is into the Twilight show at gmail.com. Yes. That would be our amazing. artwork, which you can see, is beautiful, and it's by Maddie Padilla, who's great. Truly, a Christmas <laughs> angel. I'm- Honestly, you can find her stuff at Your Ghost Host Forty Four on Instagram, and I think in the new year she's gonna start, you know, doing more stuff in terms of commissions and hiring. So get on that while it's hot, cause she is in demand, folks. She is, yeah. The guy who played Link on Hairspray retweeted her artwork. So Also, Hamilton the Musical did that, so, you know. Truly, yeah. She makes great shit, and if you haven't seen it yet, why? <laughs> I think that that's, like, personally offensive to me, actually. Yeah. So, I would do that. Thank you. Our music is done by the lovely Eli Kraus. You can find his stuff at krausfilms.com, as K-R-A- ussfilms.com. I like to think that... <laughs> oh, God, more theories. <laughs> that Eli has downloaded all of our podcasts, and uh-huh. he rips the bit where we just talk about him and is going to be compiling uh-huh. them into, like, a massive audio file so that if he ever gets low in life, which I don't think, but if ever, he would just listen to us complimenting him or throwing trash at him every week. Yeah. That's my theory. Oh, speaking of which, um, a couple weeks ago, I made a little teaser trailer for Into the Twilight. <gasps> it's like a bunch of audio snippets from the past couple episodes, yes. and it's kind of cool. I don't know. You know, it's whatever. No, uh, fuck But it's that. the easiest way. To- <laughs> it's amazing. If you haven't seen the trailer, if you have not retweeted or talked about the trailer in some sort of way to the folks that you know... I'm really upset about it because I didn't know that it was happening and it was the greatest gift that I could have ever received. And it's really short, so it's the easiest way to like hook one of your friends onto the show. Yes. It's just great. Share it around. It's on our Twitter. It's also on my YouTube channel, at Cody Captures, where you can find all of my other stuff, at Cody Captures or CodyCrawl.co or CodyCrawl.BigTicartel.com, where I sell prints. <laughs> so speaking of YouTube... Uh, I'm just gonna ignore all of your branding. Um, we, oh my god, we have a YouTube channel where we post our podcasts. If you ever have any spare time and you are not able to give monetarily to us, but would prefer to give in some sort of way, the best way that you can do that is by transcribing our podcasts for us. Mm-hmm. It helps a lot, even a little bit counts, and we would really yeah. appreciate it. So that's dope as fuck. Please do it. Yeah. You can find Allie on the internet at 23ofMe everywhere. I try to keep my brand pretty 
right and tight, like really doing it well. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty great. And I, I wanted to find an air horn that was Christmas themed, oh you know, oh just for the bit, I guess. Right. So how'd that work? How's this one for you? Because I think that's what I dealt with all of today. That's, um, that's an interpretation of Christmas, I think. <laughs> that's for sure. I'll, I'll give you that. What if I told you? Art subjective. <laughs> that that was not from the Hamhorn app, but that was actually just my audio file. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd be lying, but it'd be funny. But it would be a good goof. Yeah. Y'all, this is a rough one. That's it, y'all. That's it, y'all. Listen, we had a good time. There were some quality goods in here. It's not the end of the podcast in general. It's just the end of this episode. Um, y'all, this was rough. Um, Christmas is hard. We're both really tired. Um, but It's two in the morning for me right now. Yeah, I I can't remember when I last slept, so thanks for everything. Good job. Thanks, retail. Thanks, retail, and um, God bless America. I don't know. What are you saying? Okay. <laughs> As we say at Forks. <laughs> Get bit. Go away. Go to sleep. <laughs>